Bullshit. It's the No BS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, your host, CEO of Mass Solutions, the world's only no bullshit marketing firm. And I'm also here with Maria Marhefka, content marketing guru. Maria, welcome to another episode. Thanks for having me, Dave. All right. So today we're going to cover part two of BDE marketing. Um, if you listen to part one, we covered what BTE isn't. Um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about BDE marketing in different industries and kind of apply, you know, your mindset with this new style of marketing to see how it can fit into different industries and be a benefit to really anyone. Correct. The previous episodes talked about how BDE is not just the employee intranet. It is not just an employee email or promoting the company picnic on social media. It's not just putting up a big sign that said, this is what our vision and values are. What B2E marketing, B2E communications really are is treating your employees as a key target market in the same manner that you treat any of your other customer target markets. So that means segmenting your employees gaining a better understanding of what your employees think and feel about the company. What is their knowledge base? And then having a systematic marketing plan of marketing touch points where you're again and again reaching and influencing employees so that they are aware of the mission, the values, the goals, the objections, the overarching strategy. So that is what B2E is. And you said you wanted me to come up with uh, a couple of examples. <laughs> so prior to going on, I, I jotted down three that I'll just go off a little bit on and you come back and stop me. So the first area where we have seen a lot of success is multiple large healthcare systems. And I thought I'd start with that because then you can see this global way that it was done with companies anywhere from 25,000 employees to 60,000 employees and how they made those employees de facto members of their marketing team. Then we can take a couple other specialized examples to show you that regardless of the size of your company, if a listener's company is $20 million in annual sales and they have 87 employees, they can do it and they can even do it differently and probably more effectively and definitely less costly than those companies with 25, 30, 50,000 employees. So those large healthcare systems, what made them ideal for focusing on B2E marketing is that their employees are going to be talked to by friends and family about their healthcare needs. This is not something that I'm making up. This is not something that is just a theory. The reality is we as humans talk to others about major purchases that we make. And we might talk to them in person. We might talk to them on Facebook. We might text them. We might see them at a kid's sporting event. We might see them somewhere else. It might be family members. The reality is we talk to them about most major purchases. When it comes to healthcare, we look for someone who works in healthcare. It's not that we all consciously do that and write it down and say it's a rule. It's just common sense. And so we all tend to say, well, my sister-in-law works at and I'm getting this service done. Let me ask her her opinion. My brother is this. And so I'm going to ask him about that surgeon he used to work with. And that's what we do. So employees of any healthcare organization are important from a marketing standpoint because people will ask them. Potential and current patients or customers will ask them. 
So that's the first thing. It's just a common sense thing that you have to realize that in that industry, it's even more so than when buying a car or buying a house or buying furniture, you're more likely to talk to friends and family, trusted advisors who work in healthcare about healthcare. Right. And it seems like from what you're saying that, you know, you with BDE marketing, you want to treat your employees almost as an extension of your legitimate sales team, because, you know, with social, you know, validation and kind of word of mouth marketing, it kind of seems like that's playing into BDE marketing. That's exactly it, Maria, is that each of those employees can become part of the sales team or the marketing team. They will get asked questions. They're going to, and they do want to talk about them. Why B2E marketing is so important, regardless of whether you work in healthcare or you work in professional services or you work in a manufacturing plant or other companies, is that we like to talk about what we do. It's at least a third of our life. Mm -hmm. We spend almost a third of our life sleeping if we get enough sleep. We spend at least a third of our time at our work. And then we have this other amount that's the fun stuff, the family stuff. We want to be able to talk about that work. It's such a significant part of our life. So I tell when I speak, I'll be speaking next week to a couple CEO groups in Chicago. And when I touch on BD marketing, I say employees want to talk about their company. If you don't help them do that, they will make it up. Which you don't want. Which you don't <laughs> want. And that's not saying that to be mean. And that's not saying that they're consciously being duplicitous. It means they care about their company. And they're going to make it up. So you want to be able to drive that messaging and make sure they understand the vision, the why. Make sure they understand the strategic objectives and how those objectives tie back to them and their division or their department. And you want them to understand what you're marketing. So a couple of simple tips that you do when we had these large healthcare systems was we did segment. We did spend time taking a look at the age range of employees. We took a look at where they were from. We took a look at by department, by individual contributor versus middle manager versus senior manager. And we also then used marketing intel. We were constantly surveying them both qualitatively and quantitatively. And that gathered information about how they like to be communicated to, what channels they spent most of their time on. And you compared that back to the segmentation and we were able to say, we have to have different channels and different ways to say the same message based on the different types of people. Mm -hmm. It's not one size fits all. Yes, that's common sense, but we don't do that much as companies to our own employees. We do it often for our customer segments. Right. And it's kind of almost going that extra mile a little bit, as you're saying, as you know, you have one overarching message, but not everybody kind of consumes a message in the same way. So tweaking it to fit those people and, and then taking that information and like you're saying, building a systematic plan in order to effectively articulate that messaging to your employees. Exactly. And what we do is we help the companies to do an inventory of channels and messages. That sounds simple, but it's not done very often and it's often not done well. So what we did with these larger companies is we were able to look at all the channels that were available and actually get creative and find other ones that they weren't using. So what you're really trying to do is find any vehicle where an employee could see a visual, read something, or hear something. And when you look at it in those terms, mm -hmm. you can suddenly find all kinds of ways that you're not communicating to your employees that are channels that are available to you. Right. Second thing you do is you find channels that you're using that maybe aren't really working. And then the third thing is you 
message inventory shows you what you've said to employees over the last year, year and a half, and you often find you aren't repeating some of the more important things. That's a systematic way that you then come back and say, so here's the overarching message, the big idea, the why internally. Here are the messaging pillars, the supporting messages that we want to convey, three to five of those. Here's a bunch of tactical information that will be part of a content calendar for employees. That tactical information rolls into the supporting messaging pillars, which rolls into the big idea. So you build that, then you go over and you build all these channels that you show them that they weren't using. And you come back and have a systematic way that you're going to achieve a certain level of touches to each segment based on what that segment needs from a number of touches standpoint so that they retain it and it influences them. Okay. So it does seem like, you know, this BDE marketing is maximizing, identifying first and then maximizing efficiencies in your messaging because sometimes you might not, like you're saying, you might not realize that uh, maybe we haven't kind of hit that again and again and again to kind of drive that messaging home. So it seems like, you know, BDE marketing is is kind of that driving force that, you know, you repeat the messages that are necessary and the channels that it needs to be kind of promoted. And one of the things that I try to work on myself as a leader and, and it's constant evolving is being able to admit when you don't have the resources to do something yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's not a weakness. And you've heard me write about this and yes. speak about this. So someone out there that's listening, that's in human capital, it's in the human resources, it's in the people part of the business. They're the vice president of that or the director of that. And, and they think, well, we already have internal communications and we do this and we have an internal communications department and we tell them what to do to reach employees and we do it. Not saying that that's bad, not mm-hmm. saying that you're you should stop. What I am saying is I can guarantee you that an outside party giving you their expertise who have an expertise in B2E, who have an expertise in focusing on business to employee communication are going to tell you, these are the things you're doing right now that are great. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple you're doing that are just okay. Here's a couple I'm not sure why you're doing. And here's a couple you maybe should be doing. Right. So it doesn't mean that internal team can't still drive it. You just need to make sure you have expertise coming from the outside to give you that fresh look. And also in other instances, external has to drive it. We have a couple clients that just admit they're, they're vulnerable enough to say, we have 17 things that we do regularly. We're not going to get to this. Mm-hmm. Can you help us do that? So right. it's both ways. One is that someone was admitting it was being vulnerable, that they had to turn it over. The other is admitting that, hey, I'm getting a lot of it done, but I need a little bit of help. Okay. And then for the companies that you know, or more focus on, you know, say B2B marketing and B2C marketing, mm-hmm. and they might not see their employees as a as a target audience just yet. How do you kind of push them into realizing that, you know, there's more to just, you know, kind of the B2B, B2C, B2E is just as if not more important? When you look at a company, this is a stat that helps you with regardless of size of that company. 82% of employees... believe their productivity suffers due to poor communication throughout the organization. That's from the 2019 Global Intelligence Benchmark Report. 82% of employees believe their productivity suffers due to poor communication. What it amounts to is over a half million dollars in direct costs per 100 employees. And that's a very direct low estimate. The reality is with increased productivity, that's going to be higher. But you can be safe to say over a half million dollars for every 100 million employees is lost flat out just because of not good communication, not optimizing communication throughout the organization. 
also what ends up happening is the stats from that same report, well, actually this is from the State of Employee Communication and Engagement Report, shows that 50% of employees are stressed out and 33% are ready to walk out. 50% are stressed out, 33% are ready to walk out. Maria, what that means is this human capital issue is impacting companies that are one employee up to 100,000 employees because it's all about recruitment, retention, and results. And those are the three R's of B2E marketing. Recruitment, meaning helping you to find ideal new employees, not just get a warm body. Number two, retention, keeping the good employees, because when you have poor communication and productivity suffers, the mediocre employees and the lousy employees, they're staying. Mm -hmm. The good employees are saying, you suck at communication, I'm leaving. Right. So rec recruitment is the first R, the second R is retention, but the third R is results, meaning productivity. We just said about how 82% think that their productivity suffers by communication. So the results, the productivity improve through B2E marketing and seeing your employees as a target market. Another factor is that the vast majority of employees don't really know the why of the company. They don't know what the company's strategic vision is. This is shown time and again when we use a product called Line of Sight that we are licensees of where it tracks how well employees understand communication within the organization and how well employees understand the strategic vision of the organization and then the specific goals and objectives that they and their department have to achieve. What these reports continually show, regardless of size of company, B2B, B2C, small, mid, and large companies, mm -hmm. is that the vast majority of employees across the country aren't really aware of the why of the okay. company. They don't understand why the company started, why it's still in business, what really makes the company passionate about what right. they do. Which is something that you would think that people would be, you know, it seems almost like a common sense thing, you know, like your employees, why are you here? Why is this company doing what it's doing? But like you're saying, it's it's overlooked because it's almost maybe people just assume that it should be known. I think that a lot of it comes down to people don't see it as B2E marketing. They don't say they're going to be a target audience. And that's the first thing that we're trying to help people change when they hear this podcast, when they read the blog, when they see me speak is change your mindset. See the employees as a target market. That's the first step because when you think they know, have you told them the mission, vision, values thing hundreds of times? Mm -hmm. And the CEO is going, what are you talking about hundreds of times? Yeah. Hundreds of times a year <laughs> right. you need to have told them because otherwise they're not going to know. Mm -hmm. And is your is your cultural messaging long? Is it like a paragraph? Like the reason we exist is to da -da 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 and coexist with da -da 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 and achieve economy scales. Da -da -da. If it's a paragraph, mm -hmm. you're done. Right. But if it's like that your message is one team, uh, one family, mm -hmm. and safety is first, you know, that's six, seven words for one of our clients that they're just consistently conveying safety for the manufacturing of that company and how the team has to focus on safety. What they did was turn their company around because they were able to recruit and retain because everyone knew that they were much more focused on, on safety. And mm -hmm. so people saw it as a positive. We have to get to where we have one client that has uh, core fundamentals and there's a, there's 20 of them and they talk about these 
weekly, daily, every meeting starts with this kind of discussion. So that's the kind of granular tactics that have to happen with B2E marketing. And it helps the employees to really understand the why and then to understand the strategy and how they fit in the strategy. Mm -hmm. And it seems like, you know, this is a cliche example, but it seems like B2E marketing is just like any muscle. The more that you kind of work it out, the stronger it gets. And that's kind of where that communication plan Absolutely. That's a great analogy, Maria, because the reality is most people aren't working that muscle at all Mm -hmm. and they aren't thinking of it that way. So we're trying to revolutionize how they think and have them think in terms of just by saying that it's B to E, because anyone in any company will often know whether they're B to B or B to C. They kind of, the leadership knows what that stands for. Mm -hmm. Now you say B to E and you're getting them to think in terms of business to employee. It's that critical to recruitment, retention, and results. And that's going to help them to start thinking differently and thinking about repetition of mess. First of all, clarity of message and then repetition of message. Right. So it really seems like no matter the industry, if you have employees, BDE marketing is beneficial. Well, the example that second example would be the more of these like manufacturers we've worked with that have typically between 50 and 300 employees. And what we've done with them is really help them to create that cultural messaging under B2E that tells their why, that conveys their their key facets of that why. One person calls it the grade eight. Another one has the 20 fundamentals. But what you do is you then get that messaging underneath that that's tied to those core values and you convey that again and again. So that's what we've helped those companies to really change the whole culture through ongoing messaging. But then there's a third level that I wanna just touch on that is Mm -hmm. professional services organizations, whether it's an IT firm, architects, engineers, law firms, accounting firms, marketing companies, ad agencies. When you have professional services firms, there's a little twist on it. Your individual contributors tend to be highly educated and trained and specialized. And so your B2E marketing is that much more critical because there's much more of an individuality of mindset. Each partner at a law firm feels a certain different way than an employee at a manufacturer. Each person at an architectural firm, their perspective and their outlook and their mindset is very different from the thousands of employees at a hospital that might be in the lab, the MRI, the Mm -hmm. nurse assistant and so forth. It doesn't make anyone right or wrong. It just makes them them. And so with professional services, you have to have a twist on that where your communication has to be different and it has to be a little bit more one-on-one. You're going to get a lot more opportunity to speak. When you have a 50-employee architectural firm, you're going to be able to do a lot more of it Mm one-to-one as opposed to people out in the field having to hear it through a video or audio or read it. So that's another example that I would give is that third example is if you're a professional services Mm -hmm. firm, it's really important that you focus on B to E because of your need to do it in a one-to-one or a one-to-five capacity. Right. So, I mean, like we said, with B to E marketing, you have employees, you you need it. There's no way to kind of skirt around that issue. It's very important. It's necessary because when you treat your employees as a target market, you're going to strengthen them and empower them to 
articulate the correct, which is like, <laughs> we're going to put emphasis on that, the correct messaging to the masses. Yes. They'll make it up if you don't. And it comes down to the three R's, recruitment, retention, and results. And that's why B2E marketing needs to be its own focus. And it's business to employee marketing, where you have a systematic way combining the art and science of marketing to segment your employees, to find out what they think and feel through Intel, to understand your employee opportunity through messaging, build the core messaging and the values, build the messaging pillars, and then have a systematic tactical plan to get the touch points out again and again and again so you get repetition of message. Yes. And if that seems like a lot, we know people at Mass Solutions that can uh, do that for you, yes, <laughs> right? Yes. We, we humbly say Humble we plug. can do that for you. Yes. <laughs> so I guess that's it. Thanks, Maria. Absolutely, Dave. And thanks for listening to the No BS Marketing Show. Remember to sign up for your No BS Weekly Marketing Fix at MassSolutions.biz. And remember to ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, No BS.